spiral and then I will figure out from there how it's ending up. <laughs> kind of take it as we go. Let's focus it more on growth, right? So personal development, self-development, self-awareness, growth, whatever. Um, I had a, I've had a few conversations over the last week. You guys are gonna get used to me saying that. Like, I was having a talk with somebody, I was talking to one of my friends, I was having a conversation, like I start a lot of my videos like that because a lot of my videos are inspired by personal talks that I'm having just by chance. Um, and then there are things that I feel like mm, not a lot of people talk about or I just feel like they're things that people could be reminded of or just in general things that I'm passionate about and things that I feel like I needed to hear and if I need to hear I can't literally be the only person on the entire planet that needed to hear it um I watched a video before I start that so I watched a video this one time who said it was it Will Smith I think it was Will Smith I was watching one of his like uh award ceremony videos something and he was like um two of the most important things that you should do in your life is run and read um, running teaches you to push past failure, right? Because when you're running and you're running and you're running and your body is giving out and you're like, I'm tired, I'm tired, I don't want to keep going. Like, why am I doing this? It's exhausting. I just want to fall over. Can I sleep yet? Are we done yet? And the more that you fight that and keep running and keep pushing past that, you're teaching yourself to work past your barriers. You're teaching yourself to work past your ego. You're teaching yourself to be disciplined, right? And if you can do that with running, then you can do that in life. And then the other thing that he talked about is reading being the second most important thing because knowledge is power and also because there are billions of people on this earth and there are billions of people that have been on this earth and there is not a single problem that you can have that somebody else hasn't already had and found a solution to, right? Um, but anyways, so I was having a conversation, three, three specific conversations one with Brooke, one with my mom, and then one with my therapist. And the one with Brooke, it was a really long conversation. I'm not going to tell you guys everything because it was like a two-hour long conversation. But the biggest takeaway from it is remembering, there's a few things. It's remembering that it's lonely at the top, right? Because when I talk about um, high emotional intelligence a lot, and I will continue to say this time and time again, like I am not perfect, I've got a lot to learn, I make mistakes, just because I have high emotional intelligence, that doesn't mean that I don't mess up, that doesn't mean I don't handle situations incorrectly ever, it just means that I am 
constantly learning and I'm aware of mistakes that I've made and I'm aware of thought patterns and I'm aware of how my actions and things that I say affect other people you know like it's just I just have a high emotional intelligence I think about it all the time and that comes from a lifetime of trauma <laughs> but that's how I am um so I was talking to Brooke about that and how it's lonely at the top and that could be the top of anything it could be the top of being emotionally intelligent it could be the top of a career it could be the top of a lot of places, but a lot of successful people will tell you that that's lonely at the top because there's not a lot of people that are willing to push past self-discipline and push past motivation, push past all the barriers and everything that's designed to take you down to keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going and climb your way to the top. And be, and there's so, and that's, that's why there's a top 1%, 1%. There's a billion people in this world and there's a top 1% because not everybody has what it takes to move forward, right? But... That includes being emotionally intelligent. When you're emotionally intelligent, you do things like hold yourself accountable and you also hold other people accountable, but you do it in a comforting way or in a safe way. So just having those conversations of like, like this is how you're acting and these are the behaviors that I'm seeing from you and I just want to understand where they're coming from. Can you please explain that to me and being willing to accept whatever the answers are or being able to dig deeper into those answers because there's usually, a, there's always a root to something, right? And that was part of the conversation that Brooke and I had is like, um, I was telling her things about um, just like explaining different ways that when I get angry, like the like the things that happen that spark anger specific in your irritability specifically in me. And she's like, but if you were here or if you felt this type of way, these things in these situations or these people wouldn't cause irritation. So there's a root to it. And what is it about this situation or this conversation that genuinely made you mad and why did it make you mad right and we like kind of went into conversations like that and it just like really opened a lot of things and she explained a lot of different things to me and it's like crazy because I'm in a situation right now where I have made a lot of friends in my past and I need to let them go like they're just not good for my mental state they're not good for my emotional state and I it's like um the toxic trauma bonds it's like I care so much about them but it's like why I'm not and I'm not saying I'm perfect in this situation I've done some pretty shitty things too um within this group but like why if they've done x y and z that have caused me pain mental emotional it doesn't matter if they have done things that have caused me pain then why do i care so much to keep a relationship with them right and i've tried to explain because it's like my love is unconditional and because i especially when i've seen how people act when they're at their good then when they're out there bad, it's really hard for me to just immediately get mad and like, Kate, you're done. Like, um, I try and be really understanding why people are the way that they are, why they act the way that they do. And so then if they're willing to put in the effort to correct their mistakes or if they're willing to hold themselves accountable for it and try and be different in the future, then I'm willing to work with them in that way. Right. Um, and I did not receive the same <laughs> energy. So whatever. But I'm in a place now where I'm choosing to walk away. Like, I unfollow them on social media. I'm trying not to talk to them anymore and not worry about them. And I think about it. And I think about reaching out to them. And I just have to tell myself, like, no, just don't. Just don't. Like, how long has it been since any of them have reached out to you? Don't put in that energy. If it's not being equal give and take, right? And when you're doing more and you're doing more and you're constantly getting and you're not getting anything back, like, at some point, you have to stop. Because that's how people take advantage of you. So that happened and we talked about it 
and I was like, I don't know, there's this root, and she was just saying a lot of things, and it just made my chest feel so heavy, because she's saying all these things that are right, and it's just that situation of, like, you have to learn how to let go of people, like, if people are hurting you, like, you deserve better than that, and you have to let go, and you just have to deal with it, and it's their loss, and, like, even though I know that what she's saying is true, it's hard for me, because I love people, and I'm such a big people person, and because I... I realized because I want to be loved so badly that it's hard for me to let go of relationships whether they're good for me or not um, because it's like people give me in moments what I need or what I want and then I ignore everything else for that moment and that's not okay but anyways so then moving forward um, I had a conversation with my mom and her and I I'm not gonna cry about it now because I've already talked like this will be the third time um basically having this conversation but I was talking to my mom and I, you know she's got a really deep fear of dying and I don't understand why like I, I get it nobody nobody really wants to die I get it but like I don't understand why that fear is so strong like you talk about her dying and she like will cry immediately like it terrifies her and I don't understand because I was with her and we were like talking about her childhood and she was telling me about like how she grew up like with a grandma that had a farm and they would go get their eggs from the chicken coop and ride the horses and with pigs and all this stuff and like decorate the home for the holidays and like all these things and I've heard her tell me stories like this a hundred times like she talks about how she grew up and her family and how big it is and how they would help each other with everything and go to the grocery store for their grandparents and just all this stuff and she snuck out of the house all the time and got in trouble for it all the time and would go dancing with her friends and even like skipping school and going to do all these things and like every time she talks about these things like I see her glow and so it's like I don't understand why she's so because usually if you're afraid of dying typically that holds because you're unfulfilled with your life you're unsatisfied with the things that you have or haven't done in your life and there's regret right because I feel like somebody that has really fulfilled their life who has really fulfilled the things that they need and are satisfied with the way that they're living then like I told my mom I was like I'm 26 years old and I'm not afraid of dying like I don't want to die if I'm not seeking it I'm not trying to but like if I died I don't care like I have traveled out of country I have been married and divorced I have my own business like I'm doing a lot of things that I do feel like I can only imagine how much more fulfilled I will make my life I hope one day but like I um I feel like I have lived a fulfilled life and I'm satisfied so like it, I'm not afraid of dying in that way and so I was like so is it your adult life that you have regrets from and she, you know she was like yeah and she was like and I want you guys to miss me I'm scared that you're gonna forget me and you know like all these things but anyways I don't want to go through the whole conversation with her but it got to a point where I was telling her and I was crying to her that like it's so hard for me to know that she has all these things and all these wishes and that she's not where she wants to be in her life because I love my mom so much and I care about my family so much and I feel this way about several people in my family that it's like knowing that they are not living their best life pains me because I want them to be happy and I want them to be where they want to be and I want to be able to support them and I don't know how to support them. I don't have the financial means right now to support them, which is one of my drives and one of my whys behind having my own business is because I want to become financially free that I can help my family the way that they need help and I can't like I just I don't know how to support them the way they need and I'm in a place where I'm either focusing on everyone and neglecting myself or focusing on myself and neglecting everyone and I don't know how to find that balance which is part of why I'm in therapy um 
and so and but i was i was just like crying because i was like it hurts me i don't want to see you upset i want to see you happy and i don't know how and then there's even moments where like it's so hard for me because i'm big with emotional support like i just need a lot of emotional support in my life that's really the only thing i need from my relationships because i know that i'm independent i can take care of myself and i don't need other people's money and i don't need i just i just need support i can find resources i can do research like i i'm good i just need people around me that believe in me right um so part of that sorry i just freaking i'm getting a call right now so i just didn't know what was happening i've never gotten a call in the middle of one of my videos anywho um and so i was telling her i was like it's really hard for me sometimes because i feel like i'm unsupported by the family because i have two different sides of people in my life i either have people that are telling me that you go so much you go so much you spread yourself so thin you need to calm down you need to relax you need to calm down one thing at a time stop doing what you're doing and then I have the other half that are like, you're 26 years old, you're not married, you don't have kids, you have nothing holding you back, you have no big responsibilities outside of your house, like, go travel, go do this, you need to work harder, you need to work more, like, do what you gotta do, right? And so it's so conflicting, because do I work harder, or do I slow down, because I obviously don't want to get burned out, but, like, I know that I'm capable of more. And so I fight this narrative in my head about that, and I was like, it's so hard for, like, even, like, my mom and dad and stuff that are like, you need to slow down, you need to slow down, you need to stop running from yourself, and it's like, there's better ways to handle a situation like that because from my perspective, I'm being told indirectly that I can't handle what I'm doing, right? And I know that's not what they mean. I know that that's not what they mean when they say those things to me, but that's how it's coming across. Like, you're subconsciously telling me that you don't have faith in me, that if I don't slow down, I'm gonna get hurt or I'm gonna, something's gonna happen. I'm gonna fail and it's not gonna be okay, right? And I was like, and I have to remember that you don't mean it that way because you don't know how to express yourself any better. And I was like explaining to her, I was like, you could, instead of saying slow down, have that conversation with me about, hey, what do you need from me? Do you need anything from me? Can I help you with anything? Where do you feel like you're struggling right now? Is it a better way that I can support you? Like, do you feel like you are okay? Do you feel like you need to relax? Like, what do you think? Because then instead of telling me I can't do something, you're giving me the opportunity to identify a barrier in my life and reach out for help if I need it. And that's a big growth opportunity for especially a parent-child relationship, right? And even relationship, like an intimate relationship. But I was expressing that to her and like her and I were crying. She's like, I'm so sorry, you know, like I wasn't raised that way. And I was like, I know. And I was like, nobody in the family was. I don't even know why I'm like this. I'm the only one in the family. And I expressed this to her. Like I'm the only one in my family that is the way that I am. I'm the only one that asks questions. I'm the only one that's trying to grow. I'm the only one, I wouldn't say trying to grow, but like the only one that's consistently speaking, I mean, consistently seeking to become a better person and like learn about myself and self-awareness and social awareness and emotional intelligence and personality types. And like I dig and I dig and I dig because it's just so fascinating to me and I don't know why I'm this way. And I was like, so, but that's why, and it's hard for me because I am the way that I am. It's hard for me to express myself to other people because I'm so different and I feel like they're not going to understand me because they they don't think that way and they don't operate that way so if I express myself is it going to come off as controlling is it going to come off like I'm better than everyone right because like even Tasha well sure we're throwing names out there now but my sisters Tasha Cheyenne and then my mom like they're all moms I'm not but that doesn't mean I can't give you guys advice on something I would do in a situation with your kids right and it's especially a situation where like my brother he's 17 years old my mom struggles like they have a rocky relationship i've got a rocky relationship with my brother but it's like now that he's 17 
I'm close in age with him and my mom struggles with him. So yes, you can come to me and I'm going to tell you this is how I think you should handle the situation. Not because I have experience being a mom and I know how to raise a child, but because he's 17, he's almost an adult and he's a person. And that's my interest is people. And I can understand on an emotional side of how, because you're my mom and I've talked to you, I've had a relationship with you my whole life, I can see how what you're saying comes across bad sometimes. And it's not because you're a bad mom, but it's because you don't know better ways to communicate. And I want to help you be able to communicate with comfort and still be direct and get your point across, right? And I told her, I was like, it's not because I think that you need to be a better mom. It's because I want you to be a healthier mom, right? And I told her too, and I was like, and that makes me feel shitty saying that, even because I know that you think that you're a bad mom and you're not, but I like you think that. And so then it's hard for me to express that to you because I don't want you to take that the wrong way. And I don't know how to communicate it to you in a way that you're not going to take it. And so in that moment was the right moment because she was like, I never really thought about that. I'm so sorry. And I appreciate you doing that. I have a lot of room to grow too, right? Fantastic. So then I went to therapy. And I was telling him about it, and we were talking about that conversation. I told him about the conversation that I had with Brooke, and even a conversation, an argument that I got into with my sister recently, and, like, that it made me so angry, and I had to do all these, like, things to, like, get through it because I have self-doubt and everything. And he, you know, like, the basis of the conversation is him telling me, like, you already are confident, you just don't trust that you're confident. It's not even a confidence issue, it's a trust issue. And that he's like, everything that you gained out of what you did, your reinforcements to handle this conversation, he's like, you already knew it, but you don't trust yourself, which is why you needed to bring other people into the conversation, right? Because me and my sister argued and I addressed my other sister about it because it was in a group text, you know? And so I addressed my other sister about it. I was like, do you think I'm being dramatic? Like, was I not okay? And then I addressed my stepmom about it. I was like, I just want to know if this is okay. Like, I don't understand. I like, I'm sorry if I overstepped. I didn't think anything of it. Um, and then when I addressed her, I was like, can you please explain your thought process to me and why you said what you said? Because I don't want to be upset with you and I want to understand where you're coming from. She said her piece and then I explained, I was like, I even asked her, I was like, can I please explain to you my thought process so you can understand where I'm coming from? And she said, yes. So I explained my thought process to her and it's fine, right? And so it's not even a situation where I got other people involved just to say like, oh, well, everybody agrees with me and everybody thinks the same, so you're the one out. Like, it's not about that. It's about me finding ways to find trust that, like, because I've been told that I'm crazy, I've been told that I'm dramatic, I've been gaslighted, I've been, I've had all these traumas around trusting myself that, like, I, I had to ask other people to validate me so that I can learn to trust myself. And like I said, it's not because I was attacking to bring them into it. It's just my own reinforcement that what I'm feeling and thinking is not dramatic and it's not invalid so that I could confidently have that conversation with her because I don't do good with confrontation. And like my therapist talks me all the time. He's like, you're very emotionally mature. You're very self, um, you have a high sense of self. Like, and there's all these things and he was like, and you're very, you know, you have a power center and everything that you do and the way that you operate and the analysis that you do and the processes that you go through, like they all come from that power center and you just need to realize that it's there and that you can do these things without reinforcement because you know what's right for you and you can feel it and you scan, you know, like do scans of your body and see where your emotions are sitting and see if it's right for you and learn how to ground yourself in those moments where you're activated and 
you know, I got a lot of things out of it and it's just so, oh, it's so good. But it's hard because being in therapy and thank God, specifically with this therapist, because honestly, I've heard a lot of things about how if you go to therapy, you're probably going to have to go through four or five different therapists before you find one that works for you. And so far, I've been with him for a month now and I couldn't imagine a better therapist. Like, I really couldn't. Um, but it's just like, it's just crazy because I... And in therapy, like I am emotionally intelligent. I am, I do have a high sense of self. I have a lot of core values and love and all this. And I'm very expressive and everything, which you guys know that. And if you don't know, you do, but it's like, it's so hard because like I've been that way for as long as I can remember. And I'm proud of myself for going to therapy. So it's just, it's crazy. That's what I'm sorry. That was a very roundabout way to get to where I was going with this. But that's what I'm saying is I'm already living consistently in this stage of wanting to be a better person so to also go to therapy to be an even better person that's what's hard is because then I want people that are like that in my life and a lot of people don't seek help a lot of people are like there's people that have it worse so I'm not gonna waste my time there which I went through that too before I went to therapy I thought I was gonna be a literal waste of time for my therapist because of this because my depression and anxiety sit differently in me and I respond differently to than a lot of people. Like there are people that are having panic attacks every day, anxiety attacks every day, people that are so depressed that they can't even get off their fucking couch. And I'm just like, hi, I'm high functioning and I go, 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 go. And I have my own business and I travel the world and my life is so great. I need therapy, you know, like every, the fact of the matter is everybody needs therapy. I don't give two fucks. Everybody needs therapy, but it's, it's crazy that we feel bad for wanting to get help right and so a lot of people settle for mediocrity they settle for just complacency because they're like other people have it worse so it's fine or they think because my life is mediocre and i'm content i don't need therapy it's fine too so it's like it's hard to find people because then you hold other people accountable and they're going to think that you're interrogating them you hold other people accountable and you're they're going to think that you're constantly arguing with them and it's so hard to find people that you can just sit and have conversations with calmly to try and understand one another without there being hidden intention, without there being a negative um, motive, without, without it ending badly. And I have very limited amount of people that are in my life that I can be blunt, honest, and completely transparent, and it's never caused an argument. It's caused tears, it's caused a lot of emotion, deep emotion, but it's coming from a place of love and care, not because I feel like I'm genuinely being attacked and not because I'm trying to attack, but because we're trying to understand and usually, like I said at the beginning of the video, there's usually something deeply rooted that causes these emotions and trying to dig and dig until you can find the root cause of your emotion and why you act out and why you feel the way that you do and why you isolate or why you do any of the things that you do, there's always a root cause to it. And most people have trauma and most people don't ever do anything about it. So this is my growth episode. If you feel, if you've ever questioned, if you like should see a therapist, the answer is yes. Like if you're questioning it, the answer is yes. If you ever never really considered needing to see a therapist, you need to see a therapist. A lot of people say they can't afford it. Um, I'm not really in a place where I can afford therapy either, but I found a really good place that is willing to work with me and work with my budget. Um, ask, ask questions too. Like call around and see if there are people that are willing to work with like people that self-pay, people that don't have insurance. Like there are places out there that are willing to help you 
and do what you gotta do. And if not, read books, read self-improvement books, like just surround yourself with positivity because that's like the new thing that Brooke and I have been trying to implement because we heard it and didn't really realize it until it was kind of said, but and, but it's also common sense. You know, it's one of those things where we're like, you know it, like you don't know that you know it until you hear it. Um, and it brings it to the forefront that like, if you surround yourself with positivity, your brain is never gonna know anything other than positivity, right? And if you, the longer you stay in an environment that's higher level, that's good for you. And like they say that where you wanna be in your life, you should start surrounding yourself. Like if you wanna be rich, start hanging out with rich people. If you want to be an entrepreneur and run successful businesses, start hanging out with people that ha already have successful businesses. Like surrounding yourself with the type of people that you want to be or the type of people that you want to, yeah, that you want to be as a person and just like start elevating and start moving and start growing and just start learning and don't take anything personal. Take everything as a growing opportunity and you'll get so far in life. <sighs> Seek help if you need it. There's hotlines, there's therapy. Seek help from your friends if you need to. Bottom line is please reach out for help. I love you guys. I love everybody that supports me and I appreciate having the internet i'm grateful for having platforms to share all this information with you guys but that is my cue 25 minutes is too long so i hope you guys all have a good day the holidays are coming up if you celebrate happy holidays and if you don't i hope you have a incredible rest of the month but we'll be back next monday